Hello and welcome to another episode of the BNP Paribas Wealth Podcast. I am Edmund Shing, Global Chief Investment Officer for BNP Paribas Wealth Management, and I have the great pleasure to welcome Xavier Timomons, my good friend and colleague from Belgium, who is our resident commodities expert, because today we are going to focus on base or industrial metals such as aluminium, copper, tin and zinc. Hello there, Xavier. Hello, Edmund. So after a decade or more, when industrial metals prices have been a terrible investment for investors, underperforming stocks, bonds and credit, in contrast, the last 18 months or so have been rather a sea change in trend, with commodities outperforming, and in particular, the energy in industrial metal sectors in focus. Now, in our recently published 2022 Investment Themes report, we did focus on commodities as an important asset class for investors looking to hedge themselves and their portfolios against the ravages of inflation. In addition, in the case of industrial metals, one of the key structural drivers behind the increase in demand for these metals is the energy transition. In other words, moving towards a low or even zero carbon economy, getting away from fossil fuels and progressing towards this renewable energy sources requires a huge amount of these metals, particularly as they relate to batteries. Thinking, of course, of cobalt, nickel, copper, amongst others. And add to this the fact that stocks in warehouses of nickel, aluminium, and tin are running well below long-term historic averages. Part of the reason for this, of course, is the higher global demand, coupled with the fact that mining companies who produce these metals have underinvested in new mining capacity and in new production for the last 10 years or so. So my first question to you, Xavier, is the following. Can this boom in base metals prices for aluminium, tin and copper, can it really continue? We have seen, for instance, aluminium hit a new multi-year high recently, but is this going to be short-lived? And is it threatened by weakening demand from China and, of course, their property market slump? Or are the China pessimists overestimating this potential effect on commodity demand? Well, if we look at the Bloomberg Base Metal Spot Index, it has jumped 90% from its March 2020 low to May 2021. Then it has moved sideways till the end of December. And that's mainly due to the uncertainties in China, the biggest consumer of base metals in the world. But things are improving in China, and the base metal index seems to resume its uptrend. Energy shortages have been solved. Uh, the seasonal factor will turn positive at the end of the winter. We expect a major restocking cycle in Europe and US as manufactured goods inventories are very low. And the more important of all, a recovery in China is expected in the coming months on the back of policy easing. And that's a major change from the restrictive uh, stance of 2021. In a nutshell, we believe in the new super cycle story for base metals, simply because metals demand will most likely top a global supply. I'm glad you said that all of that, Xavier, because I, like you, am a commodities optimist. And I do believe that the pessimists on China underestimate the potential turnaround in the credit impulse and in credit growth that will be driven by the Chinese government, particularly in the lead up and post the Beijing Winter Olympics, as they try to drive economic growth back towards, let's say, 6% annually. So I think I completely agree with you there. And I'm very glad that you also believe in the commodity super cycle, because it's something I've been 
thinking about and believed in for quite a while. So with all of that in mind, to what extent, Xavier, do you believe that the energy transition will fuel increased demand for the likes of aluminium, tin, nickel and copper, and of course, the other more precise battery metals such as lithium and cobalt? And so which should we be considering to be the ones to prefer for long term investment? Uh, indeed, uh, huge quantities of metals will be needed to build out renewable energy capacity, electric vehicles, and, and carbon capture and storage. According to the EMF, the clean energy transition may require as much as 3 billion tons. Concerning copper, electric vehicles, infrastructure, and engine will require a lot of copper. Presently, the stockpiles are low. Weakness in copper prices could, however, be seen in the next few weeks due to Chinese COVID lockdowns and, and, and seasonal weakness. But that would uh, definitely offer clear buy opportunity. On aluminium, decarbonization will drive demand for aluminium-intensive solar power infrastructure. This year, the primary aluminium market outside China will see a bigger deficit than last year. Smelting capacity in Europe is at risk over the next few months due to high power prices. And on nickel, nickel is facing its biggest squeeze in more than a decade. Buyers paying a huge premium for near-term supplies as stockpile plunge. Rising demand for metal used in electric vehicle batteries and concern about export from Indonesia are helping prices near the highest since 2011. So how do you think it will be, how long do you think it will be before mining companies worldwide respond to this increasing demand for these metals by investing in new mines and production facilities? Is it going to happen soon? Or do we expect a lag of at least two years, as we typically do see, before we see any new mining investments starting to produce these metals? No, developing mines is a process that takes very long time often a decade or more, while the potential to increase the production on the, of existing mines is limited. Current production rate in some important metals, including copper, lithium, nickel, vanadium, cobalt, and graphite, are likely to be inadequate to satisfy future demand. The investment needed are huge and may need higher prices to be triggered, honestly. So for the average investor, Xavier, do you think they should be looking at commodity investment at all? Or do you think that these remain the domain of sophisticated investors with large portfolios and, of course, institutional clients? Should the average retail client be looking at an exposure to commodities in some format? The average investor should definitely have commodities investment in portfolio. It brings diversification and an additional source of return. Private investors have no access to a wide range of liquid instruments. ETFs and funds investing via the future markets and, of course, equities of mining companies, individual stocks or specialized funds or, or ETFs. Investors should not forget the additional yield coming from investing via the future market, the so-called rolling yield. When supply is constrained and demand increase, forward prices tend to be in backwardation. Backwardation is when the price for future delivery decline in function of the maturity of the contracts. So when a future arrives at maturity, the ETF or the fund will sell it and buy, buy a new contract with a longer maturity at a cheaper price. 
that price difference provides a non-negligible additional return, a few percentage points per year in addition of the performance of the metal itself. And certainly these enhanced or roll yield funds have done particularly well over 2021 on the back of both the steep backwardation that we've seen in many futures curves on commodities, plus, of course, the positive momentum on the commodity prices themselves. But finally, given that we're maintaining a long-term structurally positive view on the outlook for industrial metals and that we believe it's a good hedge for higher than average inflation over the next year or two, what types of investment vehicles do you prefer? What types of funds, for instance, and which metals in particular would you focus on if you had to pick? Indeed. Eh? Historically, commodities have provided one of the best hedged against inflation and currency depreciation. They are an imperfect edge because uh, commodities could be quite volatile in the short run. But in the present context, the upside potential of base metals is much bigger than the downside risk. I would focus on copper, aluminium and battery metals such as nickel, lithium, cobalt, manganese and graphite. I would also keep an eye on platinum. Platinum is increasingly becoming a substitute for palladium in the automobile industry and should play a key role in the hydrogen economy for electrolyzer and fuel cells. I like both the metal ETFs because of the backwardation and the positive rolling yield. And I also like the, the stocks of the mining companies, which are cheap and uh, distribute high dividends. So the, it's the ideal for the moment. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Xavier, for coming on to our podcast today and illuminating our views and our positive structural views on industrial metals over the next few years. Thank you to our listeners for listening to this podcast. Please like, share and subscribe this podcast. And to find further content from BNP Paribas Wealth Management, please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict by searching for BNP Paribas Wealth. Equally well, you can find our reports on the internet by searching on Google equally well for BNP Paribas Wealth.